Welcome to this week's episode of the Collective Mindset Podcast. We are here to pump you up. Um, we are going to be talking about some cool announcements that just came out. New loan limits. Uh, what else we got? We got yeah, the 2024 new loan limits. And uh, we want to touch on the Case Shiller Price Appreciation oh, Index yeah. that home, measures home prices, home, home price values. Appreciation, yeah. And uh, debunk a few things maybe, right? About kind of how people are feeling. Some sentiments out there in the market. So, um, Jordan, what what are uh, why don't you tell us what these new loan limits are and what do they mean for us? Yeah, that's exciting stuff. So uh, this is for your conventional loan limits, um, conventional loans only. Uh, but we had a five and a half percent increase from twenty twenty three. So the new twenty twenty four loan limit will be seven hundred sixty six thousand and five hundred and fifty bucks. It's huge. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So I did the math, Gavin. And uh, with 5% down, you can buy an $800,000 house. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> right? I like it, though. That's Why a not? nice house, yeah. man. That's a really nice house. That's a really nice house. That's that's super awesome. That opens up a lot of doors for people. I think jumbo loans, you know, when you have to venture into jumbo loans or look at doing like a first and second mortgage, uh, you're going to have some limits on what you can do, right? Departing residences are a little more mm-hmm. problematic. Um, so when you can, uh, you know, Buy an eight hundred thousand dollar house, and and with five percent, with five percent down and conventional normal guidelines, that's that's a game changer. Well, here's the cool thing too that I look at. So let's say that you financed and you bought a house a couple years ago, and you got, you know, you bought a house when conforming loan limit was six hundred and forty five thousand, yeah, six forty six. I forget what it was. And and then you put in a pool and did some different things, and you got a home equity line of credit, and maybe you got a little credit card debt. Well, guess what? In 2024, if you're, let's say your home is now worth a million bucks, you can do a cash out refi up to $766,000 and consolidate all of that into one first mortgage at a lower rate. So in my mind, high five, that's great news. Anytime you can get a larger conforming loan instead of a jumbo loan or piggyback loan scenario, the better. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they maybe they even financed the pool. Maybe they added solar and financed that. Like, there's a lot of tools now that are open with a higher loan limit like that. So, that's sweet. Um, I was also just thinking. So, the one soft spot in the market, at least here in the in Arizona in the Valley, has been kind of that mid level home, right? High end luxury has been pretty resilient thus far. Um, anything that's entry level or or considered first time home buyer is just flying off yeah, the shelf. Like There's sub tons 500K. Of, yeah, tons of competition. But kind of that like homes between 600 and a million have been a little bit harder to sell. And so I wonder if just having, you know, being able to put 5% down on an $800,000 house, maybe that helps uh, shake a few of those homes loose. Just yeah, a thought. Probably. I think that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So um, with the Case Schiller thing, the home, what is it? Case Schiller Home Price Appreciation Index. Mm-hmm. Um, they measure from, I think it's September to September. September. That's what the data came out. Yeah. So September to September from 2022 to 2023, we had a, what was it? What was the number? I think it was 3.9% appreciation. 3.9% mm-hmm. appreciation. When when everyone was predicting doom negative. And, doom and gloom and yeah. crash, right? Yeah. Home values to drop. You know, and, and maybe we need to be transparent, right? I think Phoenix, Arizona in particular, experienced mm-hmm. maybe a little bit different story, but nationwide, that's the number, 3.9%. Uh, 
Um, yeah. But I think, honestly, if, if you're going to sit here and say Arizona's experienced this massive, you know, a, a depreciation or a home value drop over the last 12 months, I think that that would be very much kind of like segmented to different parts of the valley, right? Some have fared better, better some have, some are worse, mm-hmm. new home versus old home, um, parts of the valley that are being, is gentrified a bad word? Is that a bad word? I don't think so. But like, I feel like it's always got a bad connotation. I don't know what it means. Well, it's like, right, when when there's older homes and they're being bought up by people who are coming in and making them trendy yeah. and hip and cool and people who still live there or mm-hmm. the original people that live there always feel like Well, they're... I think that the numbers in, in Phoenix really weren't that bad. I yeah. mean, you got to understand, like Phoenix is always... It's, the, it's like a leading market. It's one of the f- first markets to go up and first yeah. markets to go down. We we have a pretty volatile market. Um, like the Utah market held strong just because of the supply demand there. But so here here in Arizona, it actually only went down. I I think it was like one percent. Yeah, but which the is numbers almost if, nothing. If you analyze it, it's because it's from September to September. Yeah, the reason why it showed. A, a slight loss is because the December, January numbers of 2022, January, 2023 were so poor that it drugged yeah. down. But as soon as you drop off, when you get the February to February report from Case Schiller, Phoenix is going to be one of the top appreciating markets again, because we yeah. turned right back around. And so that's, that's the thing. And in, in Obviously, seasonality, like the market just doesn't do super hot here in the yeah. early winter months. It's interesting. For reason. Interesting you say that because, like, we have a lot of fix and flipper friends. Yeah. And I feel like I remember all of them kind of hitting the panic button, right? Yeah. Last, last July, September, or July, August, September, and those flips that they did would have hit, you know, in November, December, yep. January, which is when those numbers were a little more. Depressed. Well, if you remember so, too, at the end of the year, there was that was when that big just, I mean, we went from you know, touching fives and yeah. stuff to just straight up into the sixes. And we were just all scratching our heads going like, holy cow. And it, it was a little, it was a scarier time in was, the market. It was a real mind bender. Yeah. You Even know? though rates now are in the sevens, it's still yeah. whatever, but interesting nonetheless. Yeah. About rates being in the sevens. Um, I mean, man, you can get into the sixes pretty easy. Yeah. What's cool. It's is not, like, that's not that much right now, right now to get down into the sixes. Yeah. It wasn't just a couple of weeks ago. We were, we were on here talking about, um, the 10 year treasury hitting at 5% and we're at like four and a quarter today. Yeah. I mean, huge relief right there. Yeah. I saw someone, some economist, right. And they were like, Oh, we predict that the 10 year treasury will be below 4% by the end of 2024. And I'm like, that's a year from now. We just dropped three quarters of a point in three months, two months. <laughs> well, was no, it even that? It was like six weeks, six weeks. And I'm like, yeah. if we keep on this trend, I think we'll hit that a little sooner, but yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. What do I know? Well, the interesting data. So, I mean, we, we all need to come to an agreement here that the government is messing with the data right now Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in many different ways. And the main way is, you know, they just revised this, this third quarter GDP number. It was surprisingly <laughs> spectacular, like 5.3%. Yeah. Right. But five or 5.2%. But 5.5% of that, of the positive was government spending. Shut up. So if you take away government spending, the economy actually contracted by like 0.2, 0.3%. Oh man, is that for reals? 
Yeah, dude, did you read? Did you, you read that, that article? I did. Don't you remember the inflation, the Inflation Reduction Act? Bro? <laughs> well, they decided they're going to spend a trillion dollars to combat yeah. inflation. Sometimes I just read the articles that Jordan tells me to read. It's insane, guys. I don't, so I don't are they playing? With, that's the thing. Are they playing with the? I mean, who knows, right? It's it's what you and I and we feel out there. The good news is, is that mortgage bonds have been rallying lately. Rates have yeah. been cooling off. Inflation does feel like it's kind of peaked. Gas prices are coming down, which is nice. And typically gas prices coming down is a sign of a recession. So, you know, everybody's talking about the shopping numbers and Black Friday was record breaking, but it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny right there. Yeah. But yeah, I, w- I was reading another article about how they, what did they call it? It was like panic spending or panic buying that people don't have any money, but they're spending it anyway. We're just trying to make ourselves feel better, bro. Yeah, that's what <laughs> talking about. And it's like, and I'm sitting there going, am I guilty of that? Uh, you know, I might have done that a time or two. Yeah, it was funny. Well, right that one, Jordan, you sent me a sale that uh, I hopped on right away, man. And oh, yeah, then you did. you missed it. Well, I wasn't really, in the, I was doing it for you. Sometimes oh. I shop. You shop for, for me. You because yeah. I know you will buy. <laughs> so I'm a sucker. Sucker for a sale. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think people are shopping, man. The malls are crazy. Walmart's crazy. Target's crazy. Um, people yeah, are spending money. Yeah, it's Christmas time, man. Yeah. And people are going to buy stuff for their families and the kids, and they'll figure out how to pay for it later. Yeah. And hopefully they can figure out how to pay for it. But could get a little interesting, as they like to say. Yeah. I don't know. Like... We've talked about it, right? Like the Fed talks about it, the the soft landing or the crash, right? What are we headed for? Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like my political disposition makes me believe the soft landing is just never going to happen and that there's some big crash coming because all of the government's actions have been absolutely insane. But maybe they'll prove me wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And we will have a soft landing. And I, I think regardless of whether we get that soft landing and, and or, or we experience something a little more impactful, um, it's probably going to be good for rates. And yeah. it's probably, not probably, it's going to pop the, pop the lid off of the bottleneck here um, of buyers that are looking to enter the market. So, Well, every major forecast from Fannie Mae to Freddie Mac to Board of Realtors to you name it, Mortgage Bankers Association – Everyone's projecting rates lower. And yeah. most people are at least low sixes. A couple of them got aggressive and said fives. <clears throat> I would concur with that. I would think that makes sense. Yeah. And so if if that the I guess the point to what I wanted to make early on is if appreciation was three point nine percent, considering how we were in this significantly rate hiking cycle where rates were spiking. And we still had appreciation. What do you think is going to happen to home values when we know that that trend has been broken and we're not we're on our way back down? Mm-hmm. So every month rates go from seven and a quarter to six nine nine to six point seven five, and the consumer starts to feel like rates are dropping. What do you think that does to home values? Yeah, it's it's almost like the entire system is designed to debase the value of our dollars and send asset prices higher. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's what some people are saying. They're like, that was a little bit of a joke, the, but, but I, it's going to happen. <laughs> but it's like, it's kind of the scary thing because then they could come back and say, see, inflation's happening again. Yeah. But it's just, 
it's going to be the supply and demand issue that we're going to face once again. Yeah. And if people know that lower rates are in the future, then it's going to make them a lot easier to pull the trigger on buying that house. Yeah. We've said it a bunch of times. If you don't own a home right now, you've, you've got to be working towards it. You've got to be looking at those options that you've got, finding a way to get prepared, talking to a broker, to us, like, you just can't be sitting on the sidelines right now. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly believe, right, that people who don't own a home in the near future are just going to lose the opportunity to ever own one. Yeah. So. Well, here, here's the thing on that note, too, that, you know, we're we're working on running a special right now that, like, if you buy a house, get the seller to pay a minimum of 1% seller concession. Oh, yeah. And we'll do a one oh buy down. So what that means is for for one percent, we can buy the rate down for one full percent for the first twelve months. So let's say at the time you do this, rates are at seven percent. Your effective rate during that first twelve months would be six percent. Makes that payment a lot affordable. And if you're asking me, Jordan, in twelve months from now, what is the likelihood of rates being at six percent? Well, I already told you, a majority of the professional forecasters are all saying that that's where rates are gonna be at if not lower. And so it's kind of like this win-win. So you almost have an effective rate of being like at 6% this whole time because you could then refinance and yep. and off you go. And so homes become more affordable. But if you do that, we'll be throwing in a free appraisal with that. So it makes sense on our side. Um, I won't get into those details, but a free appraisal and you get this one buy down. So that's coming from the top because most lenders are going like, hey, we got to, we got to offer some perks so that six months down the road, people aren't refinancing us and doing different things because rates are high. Yep. So lenders are going to start offering cool little things. And, and we want to be on the forefront of what's happening there as the, as the market kind of gains some steam here into 2024. I love that. And and not only on top of that, right? Like when these, these rates do drop, we're, we're doing no cost refis down the line. Oh, yeah. right? So for any clients that, that buy a home with us or do a loan with us, when the time comes, you know, here hopefully in the next 12 months, 24 months, um, yeah, we'll cover your fees. We'll make it easy for you guys and drop that rate. So lots of reasons why now could be the time to start looking at this. And, and you know, maybe you decide something different is right for you, right? I've heard some people decide that renting is for them, and that's cool. But you shouldn't be making that decision without exploring it and without at least talking to some professionals and um, getting some data getting some information on it so legit i love it well guys um yeah man anything else in the comments you want to come at us hard and fast get that christmas shopping done because um everything's going to be sold out and amazon will stop delivering on time (sighs) real soon before you know it it's frustrating when you miss out on deals and you're just like what the cyber monday i had at least three tvs in my shopping cart and i missed them all man (sighs) um in uh, January 2024, we're going to have an exciting announcement for those of you who stuck around. New business going live. Can't wait to roll this thing out. Um, we'll talk about that a lot and how we go about building that. But anyway, you guys are great. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. Bye, Peace. Mom.